Well, bless the Lord and greetings this Sunday morning, October 24th, 2021. Welcome to Triple C Podcast. Tony here. We want to open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity once again to record live a podcast. Preferably, it'll be a blessing to someone who will download and listen. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. Bless the word that we're about to read and those that will receive it today. In Jesus' name, amen. Reading from an Old Testament passage of Scripture this morning, so I need you, as you listen to this, pray for a brother in the name of the Lord. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 5 through 11. Permit me to read, and then we will share what this Sunday's podcast will be. Reading from the King James Version of the Bible, from again, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 5 through 11. This is written by the Solomon, one of the richest men who lived in this world. And the word of God reads, For the living know that they shall die, but the dead know not anything, neither have they any mercy, more or reward, for their memory of them is forgotten. Also, also, their love and their hatred and their envy is now perished. Neither have they any more a portion forever in anything that is done under the sun. Go thy way, Eat thy bread with joy, and drink thy wine with a merry heart, for God now accepts thy works. Let thy garments be always white, and let thy head lack no ointment. Live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of the life of thy vanity, which is which he hath given thee under the sun all the days of, of the vanity. For that is thy portion in this life, and in thy labor which thou takest under the sun. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whether thou goest. I returned, and I saw under the sun that the race is not given, is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. May God bless us all, the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. As the good Lord will hopefully walk me through this and share it, it's something that's not been preached, as we would say, hot off the wire. The topic of this Sunday's podcast is titled, Keep on Running. Keep on running. Solomon writes things that are done under the sun. We've talked about it. Uh, I don't have three or four points on a hoop today. I just want to let the Lord lead to share. And preferably this podcast will be a little bit of word of encouragement for those of us to keep on running. Old saints would say, I'm running for my life. I'm running for my life. Solomon extracts to me, as I look at the scripture, he talks about it. Do you live or do you die? We will all die one day. We know that. This podcast is not about death. It's really about living. But in that living, we got to understand that our life has an appointed time in that regard. But while we're here, the question is, what will we do while we're here? So God speaks to me. It's everything that's done under the sun. I've said it in this own paraphrased way. Will you live or do you, or will you just exist? 
I, I phrase it a dead man walking, meaning that I'm I'm in life, but I feel like I have no purpose. I feel like I have no methodology. I feel like I don't see my end state. I feel like I wonder every day. But I've also said that Christians, the believer, should not walk by how you feel. You walk by faith, for the Bible says that you walk by faith and not by sight. I'm a firm believer that if you're looking for what you see, you'll find it. But if you look to the heels from which cometh your help, and you know that your help comes from the Lord, surely you will find that God has not changed. His word, all 66 books, as we call it the canon, has canonized and encapsulated the writings, Old Testament, New Testament, major prophet, minor prophet, and all of the writers of the books of the Bible to believe, show us that God has literally strived to be our God and he desires for us to be his people, be his children. I'll say this much, before Jesus Christ came into the physical existence People of the Old Testament were called people of the way. They were believers in God. They were believing because of the major and the minor prophets. Those prophets were to prophesy of the coming of the Messiah. Amen. Now today, and I'm not bashing prophets or prophetesses, but today we have an entourage of prophets and prophetesses prophesying what? God has already given us in his word the things that he would have us to desire and know and believe. Now, I'm going to say this about a prophet when I spoke it. In order for a prophet to be real, their prophecy has to come to pass in this life. They're either prophesying something that's already shown you to confirm it, or they're speaking it and it will be represented by a witness. Biblical number two in that regard. While I mentioned prophets, I want to make sure I put that in there to let people know. Just don't listen to people saying, I got a word from the Lord for you. And if it don't come to pass, it, it, it couldn't have been from God because what God speaks is truth and reality in the name of the Lord. But think about the things that's done on the sun. Think about to live. To live is to live in a certain condition or state. To exist is a, a process of being, to just exist. God says this, and there's some things that God said to me in this word this morning. He said in verse 5, for the living know that they shall die. We know that we will die one day, but the dead know not anything. Why? Neither have they any more reward for their memory of them is forgotten. They're gone. They can't do nothing for you. Why do you live in a death mindset is what that's saying. Why do you live when you have no purpose, no meaning? Because you're already gone. He's wanting us to learn to be led by God, Romans 8 and 14. Fast forward into the New Testament. That why? We must be led by the Spirit of God. Why is that? He says in verse 6, also their love and their hatred and their envy is now perished. All that stuff that those evil people that were forever in your life that have now dead and gone, let them die. Let all that stuff go. It don't benefit you in the present state of living. Why do we keep living from what was? Why are you doing what Lot's wife did, looking back, trying to fix what was, and it's gone? God is saying right now, I'm trying to show you that you want to run a race with significance. And I'm going to get there in just a second. He says, in that regard, he says in verse number seven, go thy way 
Eat thy bread with joy and drink thy wine with merry hearts. For God now accept thy works. God said to you at the point of your acceptance of his son, Jesus Christ. Everybody should remember John 3, 16, which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. To live is Christ. And I'm going to get there too. And to die is gain. Paul talks about that in Philippians 1, uh, uh, 1 and 21. But I'll close with that this morning. But what I'm trying to get us to see is don't just exist. I understand. And here where we are. And this is kind of the crux of where we're at in this podcast. God wants you to learn to run a race. But there's a variation of ways you can run. He doesn't want you just to exist. He don't want you to just be in this world and you have motion that's meaningless. He wants you to have purpose. He wants you to have drive. He wants you to have joy. You've heard me say this in podcast of time past, that it's a joy that the world can't give you. It's a joy that the world should not take away. If you've got the joy of the Lord, knowing that that's your strength, that's enough spiritual strength for you to keep running this race with a goal and a focus. Amen. I prayerfully I'm blessing somebody so far. In this we get in this way. He said, let thy garments be always white and let thy hair lack no ointment. He gives analogies what Solomon says. Verse number nine says, live joyfully with the wife of whom thou lovest all the days of thy life of thy vanity, which he have given thee under the sun. God knows what we need, who we need in our lives to make purpose. Amen. To make us whole. The world says opposites attract, and there's got some validity to that because not everybody, you don't want somebody that's a clone of you. You want somebody that's going to help build you, that's going to help make you, that's going to help balance you, prayerfully that you grow together in the Lord so that you're not only running by yourself, you're running to build a dynasty and a legacy for your children, for your children's children, and your children's children's children. To the third and fourth what? Generation. God needs to be manifested to them. And that comes through us today. For our parents in our household, to my brothers and sisters, to my brother-in-law, my sister-in-laws, they've gone on to be with the Lord. We have to learn, as I like to say, we have to pick up the bloodstained banner and we got to keep moving in the name of the Lord, first and foremost, but representative of the lineage in which we come from. What am I trying to tell you? I'm telling you, God's got a purpose for our race. And we've got to know that God is with us. Here's the thing. This is what we're going to get to verse is number 11. And then we'll close the podcast. It's not very long this morning. In verse 10 and 11, we're going to get to the point and then we will bring the podcast to a close. Verse 10 of Solomon and Ecclesiastes says it this way. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with might. If I had to bring a point out, you want to do it as unto the Lord. You want to do it to give God the glory. You don't want to do it to make yourself of notoriety. You don't want to do it to make of yourself a reputation. You don't want to do it so people can say, look at Tony. Look at Tanya. You want to do it to take and say, look at God. That's what you would desire. That's what you should desire. But if you're doing it for any other purpose or any other arterial motive, you will get what you get when you get it. So if I had to bring out a point in verse number 11, 
He says that in verse number 10, I mean, whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whether thou goest. Guess what? Your children prayerfully will live, amen, after we've gone on from the wisdom that we've left behind. Because they continue, can't get wisdom from the grave. Not living. That's what Solomon's saying. When you die, we know in the Lord, our body returns to dust, our spirits with the Lord, and we do recollect and recall what we've learned in life past with our family members. What am I trying to tell you? God is saying here, here's the thing that God has not given. And this is where we will close the podcast very briefly this morning. Verse number 11 is the key central verse of this podcast. He reads it and writes it this way. After all of those things, analogy spoken, Solomon says it this way. I'm going to read 10 again, then close with 11. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whether thou goest. I returned, meaning he was in the Lord. God was showing him some things. I pray that God's showing you some things after you listen to this podcast. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift. Let's pause right there for a moment. In God's race, he says it this way. He says, the race is not to the swift. God has not given for those who can run real fast. So everybody that's moving like I used to move at 100,000 miles an hour, God said, why are you in such a hurry all the time. Where are you trying to go? In this life, the world will try to get you to jump on board and run the race with everybody else in the world. You can't run everybody else's race if I had to make point number two. You've got to run the race that God's given you. See, as former track runners, we had to practice for the race that we had chosen to run. If I was a sprinter, I'd run the 100. If I was a, a not fully a sprinter but a half-distance runner, I'd run the 200 or the 400. Or if I want to run a little bit further, I'd run the 800. If I want to be a long-distance runner, I'd run the mile. But you've got to know what race you're running. But here's what he said. If you know that you're a long-distance runner, why are you trying to run a sprinted race? You're going to burn out. You're going to get tired. Here's what I'm trying to tell you in this point. People that will try to have you run with them, you will find yourself exhausted. You will find yourself mentally challenged. You will find yourself broken. You will find yourself angry. You will find yourself frustrated. Hopefully I'm helping somebody. You will find yourself wondering what life's going to bring you next because now you're anticipating trouble. You're anticipating problems. You're anticipating when God is saying, because why? You're not running the race I got set for you. The second thing is, he said it this way in verse 11. Nor the battle to the strong. Guess what? You're trying to bear everybody's strength and burden. You're trying to bring everybody's problems on your shoulder because that you're not God. God is saying, I didn't call you to try to fix everybody's issue. You got to learn what race you're running. Remember, the race is not what? Given to the swift. I don't care how fast you can run. You've got to learn your pace. Nor to the strong. I know I'm strong. There's, there's much I believe I can't do because I try to live by Philippians 4.13. And I hopefully you've got it in your spirit too, which says I, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. What the reason why I live like that, I realize it's not my strength. 
You got to hear what I just said. For This is what Paul says. He says uh, that I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me through Christ. Hear me? Hint, hint. Through Christ is how your strength comes. Paul is one that said it. For when I am weak, then am I what? Strong. This is when he went to the Lord three times because the enemy sent the messenger Satan to buffet him. Don't you hear me? On, in, in the race that you're running, you've got buffets. You've got people. That's why I've heard it said this way. When you're running the race, you better know the voice of God because there's many different voices trying to tell you how to pace yourself. Some are saying run faster. Some say you're running too slow. Some say you're not running my race. Well, guess what? You've got to learn to run your race. Keep on running, child of God. Nor to the wisest. This is what he says it this way. He says, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise. So what? You've got the wisdom of the world. What has the wisdom of the world gained you? Have you been around people that have been so wise in the world, but yet they themselves are so miserable? Have you been around people who always got a word to tell you, but their life seems to be out of order and, uh, and jacked up, as we would call it? Have you seen those people who can always tell you what they would do in your shoes, but yet they don't even know how to walk in their own shoes, let alone run in their own race? It's God trying to give us biblical wisdom today is what I'm trying to extract out. Here's the other part that he says, and we're almost done this morning. Nor yet riches to men of understanding. A lot of people believe that the more money I can get, my problems will be over. No, not, and we said it this way, not all money is good money. And we said it this way also, when you make more money, you spend more money. Many will say in the old scriptural incorrect way that y'all know that money is the root of all evil. No, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. See, the Bible also said, and you've heard this in paraphrase, it'll be harder for a camel to go through the eye of a needle, amen, than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Why? Because oftentimes the race that he's running is about how much more wealth and riches he can gain. That's why the prosperity preacher all they talk about in every sermon is mighty funny that every message become about what you can get and gain. Ain't it mighty strange that they can always talk about a situation, but it will all always end up on how much you can give and can get? Mighty strange. But God wanted me just to slide that one in while I'm talking to you when you're running your race. If you're running, chasing down prophets, if you're running, chasing down prophetesses, if you're chasing and you're running, try to chase after riches, you might want to find that you're running a race of falsities. If you're running that kind of race, you're going to run to the place and you're going to find that it's not what you thought it was going to be when you find out what the end's going to be. The songwriter says, I'm running to see what the end's going to be. I'm getting ready to close this morning, everybody. He says in this regard, in verse 11, as we get ready to conclude, nor yet favor to men of skill. What does that mean? Okay, yeah, you, you become a, a, a jack of all trades, but a master of none, but yet that's the way you live your life. That's not what God would have us to do, child of God. I believe that God is calling us to understand in this one example of an Old Testament passage that King Solomon wrote this way in the book of Ecclesiastes. And he's the one that wrote to everything there's a time and a season. 
There's a time to live. There's a time to die. There's a plan to plant. There's a time to pluck up. There's a time to sow. There's a time to reap. God's got every flavor of every season in your life. You've got to know what? who you are and whose you are. You've got to know where you are today in the race that you're running. Why are you trying to run a sprinted race with me? Don't you understand? I've been practicing for the sprint. I'm I'm conditioned to run real fast, but I I can only run it for just a little time, and I'm going to run out of breath. Amen. I'm a sprinter. Why am I trying to run a long hauler's race? Here's what he said. The race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but to he who endures until the end. The end is with Christ. But while you're running, you've got to run on with God. I'm closing the podcast this morning. You've got to believe it this way. You've got to believe what Paul said. I'll close this morning with the podcast message this way. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 21. Paul says it this way to the church at Philippi. To live is Christ and to die is gain. See, every one of our children and uh, and brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers that have gone on in the Lord that's died in this pandemic, that's died pre-pandemic, that's going to die post-pandemic. If you die in the Lord, you've ran your race. Amen. You've got to believe while you're here. Here's the caveat. Here's the nugget for today. You've got to trust God for the race that you're running. It's a race God's got designed for you. You can't run Tony's race, Tanya. And Tanya can't, I can't run Tanya's race. I've got to run the race that God's got for me. But the blessedness is, is that Tanya and Tony will get to the finish line at the same time in God. Y'all may not understand that analogy, but you got to see it this way. The final destination is glory. What I'm trying to tell you is it doesn't matter when she get there. We're still going to get there in time. It's just like the worker in the vineyard. Whether you came 9 o'clock in the morning, you came at noontime, or you came at 3 o'clock in the evening, they all got paid the same amount of wages. I'm trying to tell you to live is Christ and to die is gain. When you run your race, it may appear that I'm running faster than Tanya, but you got to understand that we're together in the Lord and we're not running alone because we're running with the Lord. Mother. In fact, in this regard, you've got to understand the analogy of the person on the beach. You think it's my footsteps, but God's been carrying me and Tanya. You've got to understand it's not us running. It's not us doing it. It's God giving us the blessing. It's God giving us the glory. It's God making us healthy. It's God making us wise. It's God making us who we are. He's trying to get us to show our daughters that you too can run on with the Lord. Amen. You've got to know what kind of race you're running, child of God. You've got to believe that you've got to believe in something. You've got to believe that there is what? A bridge over troubled water. You've got to believe that God already sees all the disaster beneath your feet. You've got to believe that God has already made a way of escape. You've got to believe that if you can trust in God. The songwriter says you've got to believe in life that sometimes life gives you sour lemons. Sometimes life brings you trouble. Sometimes life brings you tragedy. Sometimes life brings you trouble. Sometimes life brings you grief and despair. But what I want you to know that we know somebody who's a bridge builder. I want you to know that God is somebody who sees the undercurrent in your life. I want you to know that God sees now that when you're running, it's a bridge, it's a bridge prepared for you to keep running. If it seems like it's a steel graded bridge, don't be afraid to look down because you're looking to the Lord. You believe that God's got you running. You're looking around 
frowning, you're wondering, you're looking down, you're looking around. God is saying, no, don't keep doing that. The race that I've got you running, I want you to run by a blind faith. I want you to run and come on and see what the end's going to be. you got to believe that God has already established your end point, amen, for when he decided to make you in the beginning, amen. I close this morning by saying it this way. When you keep on running, baby, you're running for your life. You've been fired, what? Baptized. You are Holy Ghost filled, water baptized. You're running with the Lord. You're not running by yourself. You feel like you're exhausted. You feel like you're tired. You feel like you can't go on. I want you to take a spiritual breath and you believe that God is giving you what you need to move on and keep running. Amen. You get to the bridge. The bridge may feel like it's opening and you're going to fall through. But God says, no, you're following me. I've already made a path over your troubled water. I close this morning by saying it this way. Child of God, when you run, keep on running. When you run, trust the Lord. When you see the finish line, you see God at the end of your destination. There is a light at the end of your tunnel. And that light is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. The Bible says that as I close, he will never leave you nor forsake you. I've never seen his seed go hungry or begging bread. I believe I've got a witness in here today that God is where you are. I'll close by saying it this way. There is not a spot where God is not. Wherever you are, God is. When you feel like you can't go on, you've got to believe as the little king said, I think I can. I think I can. You've got to change that. You've got to say, I know I can. I know I can. Because in Christ, I shall never fail. In Christ, I shall never die. In Christ, I'll never know defeat. My bridge over all of my past, my bridge is established for my future, and I'm going to run on and see what the end going to be. So until the next time we podcast, the songwriter will take us out and know that you just got to believe. Let's close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. I pray, dear God. It may seem a little confusing for some, but I believe that somebody will find a nugget out of something that was said today. And Father, bless everybody who can listen to this podcast today. And prayerfully that you will let this word go out and go forward and set forth and conquer what you set forth to do. In Jesus' name, we will run on and see what the end's going to be. Because our bridge is already established. And the songwriter takes us out. Be blessed. Tony Triple C Podcast signing off.